It's time for Doc and Trey. What is going on, folks? And welcome in to Doc and Trey. I'm Doc. Trey is, well, I don't know. Trey's gone. He'll be here eventually. We're good to go. Look. You are at the spot for Miami sports, Marlins, Heat, Dolphins. You're going to find it here. We got it for you. You can find us at Doc and Trey on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, all your Spotify places or, uh, you know, podcast places, Spotify places, hearts and, and, and apples and all kinds of stuff. You can find us if you look around. Make sure that you like, share, subscribe. Just touch my buttons. Don't make it weird. Just make it happen. We are bringing you a special bonus draft day episode. Now, some of y'all probably wondering, well, why? You know, seeing as how, like, we don't have a first-round pick and, like, you know, we got in trouble for, like, tampering and stuff and, you know, we ain't going to be doing nothing today. Or will we? I don't know. We're going to find out. We won't know none of that until a little bit later this evening. But before we get into the draft talk, just want to catch everybody up on, uh, you know, a little bit of other things going on in the Miami scene. The Heat, they're going to the next round, folks. They are on the way off the magic of Mr. Buckets. Yes, Mr. Buckets is just making highlight reels and making his case to, to, you know, be a hall of famer. So we will see if he can continue this kind of momentum. But as of right now, they're heading into the next round. Ain't going to have a ton of rest. Um, You know, hero, hero. It ain't no good for him out of bios dealing with some issues. Hopefully Jimmy can, can, can keep it all straight and, they, they keep making their way through this thing. Now, the Miami Marlins. I have been surprised by this ball club. The whole first part of the season so far, I have been pleasantly surprised. Split a series with the Mets. Took a series from the Phils. And have been playing some genuinely decent baseball. Small ball for the most part. But I'm digging it because it's getting feet on the bases, feet across the plate. And it's it's adding up. It's adding up. It's equaling dubs. We're getting some wins. We were above 500. And we ran into the wall that is the Atlanta Braves. So we're dealing with them at the moment. But we are back under 500, not by much. And we're nowhere out of the race in uh, in the NL East. But it doesn't help to lose to the Braves. So we will see if these boys down, down there at the clubhouse can get it together and start stringing together some more of these wins and maybe take one of these from the Braves. That'd be nice anyhow. But the story day of the weekend what we're going to be dealing with stress anxiety 
possibly depression. We will see what Chris Greer and the Dolphins do in the 2023 NFL draft. So we've got it coming up. And uh, as we've briefly touched on, you know, messing around with old Tom Brady and Sean Payton got us uh, some some draft pick reduction, we'll call it. And right now we're only sitting on four picks. So we've got 51, 84, 197, and 238. That's what we're that's what we're sitting at right now. That's that's what we're sitting at at the moment. So with that being said, are we going to try to get in to the first round? And if so, for whom and with what assets? Even though there's some some studs that would fit pretty decent, Darnell Washington, uh, you know, and whoever may slide towards the the back back end, I just don't think that it's a good idea to lose more assets to go up. My personal opinion, you should take that 51 and trade back. Now, no more than 15 spots, okay? I want I want to drop back no more than 15, and the closer you get to us 15 spots back, the more it's going to cost you. But I'll expect a pick no more than 15, behind the 51 <clears throat> so we'll pick no later than 66 ish yeah 66 so um trade back and maybe see if you can't pick up a three or a four to go along with it or both preferably we will see and maybe maybe you end up with some 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 late round change which doesn't hurt either because if you really see something that you want up and when you get back down to like the fourth, fifth, you can usually package together some of those, some of those six, seventh rounders and bundle them up and you know, hey, here, here, bro, you know, uh, let me get that pick. So we will see how they decide to navigate that. But there are things that need addressed. And I think the primary focus for this draft needs to be on tight end, O-line, maybe, maybe defensive tackle. We don't have a lot of assets. It's just it's, we don't – we can only pick so much if we don't pick up more picks. So it's a lot of picking. You picking up what I'm laying down? But that's what we're dealing with. So not a lot of assets – we got we got more needs than we got assets so we're going to try to make it work wishes dreams all these types of things but speaking of wishes old trey did happen to send me his wish list here so we are going to check that out a little bit now the way he's got this his list consists of and I'll probably butcher some of these names, but that's all right. Matthew Bergeron, Bergeron, don't know how to say it. 
but he's tackle out of Syracuse. I've had my eye on him as well. He looks like a decent fit for for what we're needing. And then he's got uh old old Joe Titman on here out of Wisconsin. And he's got Luke Musgrave, tight end out of Oregon State. He's got Blake Freeland, offensive tackle out of BYU. He's got Will Mallory, Will Mallory tight end out of the U. Correct, Miami, some homegrown talent. And Nick Broker, tackle out of Ole Miss. So, the way I'm seeing it, with the picks we've got, he'd probably be looking Berg and Titman. They're going to be the 51. That's that's where you're going to find one of them. Musk and Freeland. Now, those are going to be... Those are going to be tight for that for that 84 that 84 pick they might drop though they might drop so i think he's leaning that way there and then you've got mallory and broker which it's a so when you look at our picks after that third rounder i mean it's a free fall it's it's an absolute free fall. And when you go from 84 to, to 197, I mean, the gap in talent is is massive. We, uh, you know, we're going to see what's around. There's going to be runs. People are going to make runs on positions just, just like the stock market. They get uh, FOMO, what it's called, fear of missing out. And they jump. They jump the gun, and that's where people end up reaching. And then other things open up and slide down. Good example of that was uh, Nakobe Dean, linebacker out of Georgia last year. He went to uh, where did he go? Philadelphia, and he uh, to the Eagles, and he slid. I mean, he dropped. He should. There was where he got picked up was not where he should have got picked up. But everybody was was leaning on rumors and leaning on some hearsay and he seems to be just fine from, I haven't heard anything from an injury standpoint for him. So, I mean, that was a steal and you're going to have, you're going to have steals like that happens every year, happens every year. And that may be the case here, but he's got, he's got Mallory and, and broker on the back end here. Now, obviously if you, if you get, if you get like, you know, Luke Musgrave over, you know, earlier than you're not, you're obviously not going to be targeting Mallory anymore. I mean, you might though, maybe they want to run some, some, some 12 man personnel down there. I have no idea, but uh, yeah, if you're, if you're, if you're going to wait a little bit, Mallory, Mallory's a, a good secondary option to tight end. I like, uh, I like Tucker craft like that as well. Yeah. That's, that's who he's, he's leaning on there. So We'll uh let's take a look. Let's go down his list here and just get some get some numbers. Let's see. So Matthew Bergeron, offensive tackle out of Syracuse. 
six five, three eighteen. He had uh let's see, what do he do with the combine here? 30.5 vertical jump, broad jump, eight foot seven. I mean, this is this is a large man you're talking about. So he's he's getting some space between him and the earth. Let's see. Joe Titman, offensive line, Wisconsin. 6'6, 313. Big dude. Um no combine stuff. Uh Arm length, 32 and three quarter. Hand size, 10 and three quarter inches. So big paws on the dude. Luke Musgrave, tight end, Oregon State. 6'6", 253. All right, combine. Did the 40 and, and 461. Vertical was 36 inches. Broad jump, 10'5". Blake Freeland. Offensive tackle BYU, six foot eight, three hundred and two pounds, thirty three and seven eighths arm length, ten inch paws, forty yard dash and four nine eight, vertical of thirty seven, broad jump ten flat, short shuttle, four point seven one, three cone seven point four six, Will Mallory. Tight end, Miami. 6'5, 245. Had a 45440, a 36.5 vertical, 10-1 on the broad jump, and uh 20 reps there on the bench. He had uh Nick Broker. Offensive tackle Ole Miss. 6'4. 305 pounds, 32 and a half inch arm length, nine and three quarter paws, 40 yard dash, 527, short shuttle, 47, three cone, 775. But it's a good wish list. I dig it. I'm liking it. Good work by you, Trey. All right, so I was going to give you my wish list, but I'm I'm not going to. It's it's there's just too many variables, too many factors. Um it's so it's so hard. Really, and I don't I I really don't have any specifics if they can address tight end the O-line and then maybe find best player available with your your final pick that's that's all i can ask for i think that'd be a solid draft that's really the way i've been leaning and uh i've done so many of these mock drafts at this point but i've got i've got three here that i want to go over with you real quick that i thought i thought were not far off from from maybe what what should be going down uh this weekend so um Using using the draft simulators, of course, and going through dozens and dozens of simulations. I mean, there was there's obviously more bad scenarios, or or there's just so many situations that you can get in, depending on how you pick, how things drop, and it's all speculation. It's all mock because we don't know what's gonna go down. It's all gonna go down here tonight. It's gonna start tonight, but 
out of these three mock drafts, this is this is how these three went that I thought were were halfway decent. So, um, first one has got Jameer Gibbs running back out of Alabama at 51. Now, I don't know what the chances are that he slides, but if he's there at 51, it's going to be hard not to take him. So, Jameer Gibbs moved down to 84, picked up Sam Laporta, tight end out of Iowa. Now, the 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 general consensus is that's, that's probably who's going to be there roughly. Um, I think Tucker Craft may be around. Um, I don't think Luke Musgrave drops that far. I just, uh, I don't see it happening. Um, so Sam Laporta, 84, tight end out of Iowa. 197, I've got Brandon Kipper, guard out of Oregon State. Um, okay to get a guard here, 197, you know. And then 238 went with Connor Galvin, tackle out of Baylor. Now, I just, I thought, I thought that this was just kind of an interesting uh you know draft mock for them those four picks uh went running back tight end guard and tackle um not mad about it just don't know just don't know that Jameer Gibbs is gonna fall that far and then you know it just we'll see how things shake out at that point uh the next one I got here at 51 Michael Meyer fell from Notre Dame, tight end. Michael Meyer fell. He was there at 51. I took him. If he's available at 51, you take him. At 84, I got Jalen Duncan, tackle out of Maryland. I feel better about getting a tackle earlier, whereas in that first scenario, you saw me get the tackle in, in the later rounds. Uh, but here, pick up Jalen Duncan at 84. 197, I got City So guard out of eastern michigan and 238 was javarius owens safety out of houston so again one of those things where it's like solid draft that's why i'm reading it to you but what are the chances of meyer falling that far what are the chances of him really being there it's it's really you know it's hard to tell so uh final one here and probably probably most realistic and this is this is essentially my wish list here if we could if we could make this draft happen what i'm about to tell you these four picks this is assuming there's no trades assuming there's no other shenanigans going on um you know sticking to the the four picks that we're assigned right now at 51 we land Luke Musgrave tight end Oregon State solid pick at 51 Definitely addresses a need that we have. So another another weapon for for Tua, and uh, you know potentially another blocker for Tua. So that's always good. Uh, speaking of blockers, number eighty four, Warren McClendon, tackle out of Georgia. Then one ninety seven, offensive guard out of UCLA, Antonio Maffi. I like him. Good run blocking. It's good stuff. I think we're going to need some run blocking because I'm not sure how they're going to address the running back position. I mean, we've re-signed everybody, obviously, but is that, is that what we're going with? I mean, we'll see. 
And then uh, 238, I got Christian Eisen, safety out of Rutgers. So wouldn't mind adding a little bit of de depth at safety. Nothing wrong with that. No problems with that. So that's essentially what I would be looking for in this draft. Now, like I said, a lot of variables. Hard to tell if they're going to make a trade or not. Trade up, trade down. Blah, blah, blah. So, in my ideal, ideal draft scenario where trades or trading up, trading down are a part of things, I would trade the 51. I went over this earlier. I would trade the 51, go back about 15 spots. Um, I think it's Houston. Uh, Houston has two picks that I wouldn't mind having. So the way I see it is if you want to get up into the second round, 51, it's, it's right around a, a it's, it's at a 390 value. So if someone wants to get into the second round, it's going to cost them a little bit. And I think Houston has got enough assets to make the trade. So ideally, I would say trade 51 to Houston. I want Houston 65, so that's 14 picks back, and I want their 104 in the fourth, so that I give us a fourth. It drops us out of the it drops us out of the second, but it gives us a third, another pick this year, and I don't know. Houston, I might have you throw in. I might have you throw in something silly. I want that last pick in the draft too. How about that? 259. I want that. So maybe some with Houston. We'll see. But you trade back, help you get a little bit more assets. And there's still enough on the board at 65 and 104 that I think you can fill most of your needs. So um, you trade back for that. Now you take that 84, okay? You take your third round pick. You grab that, you grab that third rounder, okay? And you grab said Wilson. You take them, you squeeze them together, and you ship them up to Minnesota to the cold for Dalvin Cook. That's what you do. That's how you that's how you turn that third into a running back for the future. Or at least for the next two years, because that's all Miami's focused on right now. Mark my words. But yes, you uh, you trade that eighty four to Minnesota with said Wilson to to free up a little bit of cash maneuver maneuverability there, and then you use the rest of your picks that you got available to kind of just get what you can. Try to fill some more needs. We need a couple more picks this year. I mean, you should pick up at least, you got to pick up at least one more pick this year. I mean, at least one. Well, we should walk out of here with five heads. We should have five new Dolphins uniforms to fill at the end of this. But that's just my perspective, man. That's, that's what I see happening. So if there's a trade, it's going to be for Dalvin Cook. And I think it's going to be the number 84 third round pick 
So we'll see how that pans out. But the draft's about to kick off. So uh, y'all need to, you know, get this listened to and whatnot. You're probably going to be listening to it while you're watching the draft at this point because I'm running late. That's all right. It's all good. What you need to do is run yourself over to YouTube. Make sure that you subscribe, share, like, hit bells and whistles and, you know, touch my buttons. I'll make it weird. Just make it happen. Look, you can find us at Doc and Trey on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, you know, all them socials and stuff. So uh, y'all go have some fun. Go enjoy the draft. Hope that the Dolphins don't give up a bunch of stuff to get in the first round. And uh, y'all gonna hear from us next week. This is Doc and Trey. Peace.